0: All right, glad you're with us. Wow, what a news day this is uh, turning out to be. What a show we have for you, 800 94 Sean. if you want to be a part of the uh, program. You know, just when you think you heard enough, and we'll get into this whole insanity, seven-hour marathon, DNC infomercial uh, on climate change, on fake news CNN, but you think you heard it all there, and we're we going to discuss in detail everything they want to ban. And everything they want to do and how what this is really all about. This is about a socialist agenda that they would like to advance. It's that simple. The Green New Deal is more about everything's free, 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 not just about banning straws and light bulbs and the combustion engine and banning fracking and oil exploration and factory farming and spending up to 16 trillion dollars to implement this insanity or stopping offshore drilling or ending coal burning plants uh, or eliminating cows and planes and cars at some point. Oh, no, it gets even crazier than that. The uh, scientist, Swedish behavioral scientist named Magnus Sutherland, suggesting that eating other people after they die could be a means of combating climate change. Now, some of you are saying, Hannity, you just lie. No, it's on Breitbart. Anyway, it was on Swedish television TV 4 this week. They're you know, uh, fair in Stockholm regarding food and future. And she's going to hold a bunch of seminars entitled Gastro Summit about the future of food, where they intend to discuss the possibility of eating people, people, dead people, how appetizing in the name of cutting down greenhouse emissions. According to the research, the main problem with the idea is the widespread taboo, taboo of eating human flesh and said that conservative attitudes could make it hard to convince people in Sweden to actually take up the practice of cannibalism. I, I'm not making this up, but it gets, you know, we'll get to that all coming up in the course of the program today. Uh, we have more uh, crazy, insane Trump insanity that we will just give you a quick headline. Uh, you know, former ESPN host, remember Jamil Hill? What did she get in trouble for? Ethan, do you remember? Or, or Jason, you guys, you know, follow this closely, more closely than I do. Anyway, you remember what she got fired? She was on ESPN. Remember the article for the magazine? Specifically, I don't remember what she got in trouble for, but it was it was she got in it, trouble she got based, fired. based on based
1: on her politics,
0: right? Well, now she has an article entitled "It's Time for Black Athletes to Leave White Colleges." Okay, I think I'll put that off to the side. A uh, liberal author is begging people is on FoxNews.com not to wear sports teams' MAGA-like red caps. You're making everyone scared. Now, an author who's been a finalist for a Pulitzer Prize, National Book Award, you know, puts this out there. It's all over social media now, likening President Trump's "Make America Great Again" hats to the Nazi swastika. Here we go again, another Nazi analogy. Detention centers, oh, Nazi analogies. Let's, let's boycott Israel because Israel's like Iran and Nazi Germany, and we boycotted Nazi Germany. I'm telling you, this is every second, every minute, every hour of every 24 hour day, seven day week, every month, every year. They can't stop themselves. What they're not going to report today is oh, let me see, we have another record. Da 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 da. Oh, 157,878,000 Americans employed in August. And by the way, we have another record low unemployment rate for African-Americans. How great is that for our country? That didn't happen under Biden, under Obama uh, and Obama. That happened under Donald Trump. You know, 130,000 new jobs were created. You shouldn't be surprised to learn in spite of all the talk of let's see if we can talk the economy down and pray for a recession on balance. You look at the numbers Economic growth is solid. Unemployment record lows. Labor force participation is surging. Another high, which is driving, uh, you know, this this boom in jobs. Not, what they've been predicting never happened. You know, un- un- unemployment of African-Americans and women are again at new record lows. Wages are up. Inflation is not increasing. Manufacturing jobs still growing, trending up, though not a a. You know, maybe not at the breakthrough pace as in previous months. I would bet if we can get this trade deal eventually done with China, which is necessary. The president has to show President Xi he's serious. And now the Chinese economy is growing at its slowest rate in 27 years. And their currency is at an 11 year low. But anyway, this is the third straight blowout month. And uh, if you look at the civilian labor force increasing by 571,000 people. That's the third month above the average 425,000 people since Trump has become president. They're coming out of the woodwork and they're getting back to work. And they are because the jobs are there, because we have opportunity available. I mean, for African-Americans, this is the lowest rate they'd ever had. Hispanic-Americans, similarly, a record low. I mean, these numbers are spectacular. 130,000 more new jobs, half a million enter the labor market, unemployment at a 50-year low. And if you want to compare it to the Biden-Obama years, you know, Trump has now bested Obama-Biden by 9 million jobs in the first two and a half years as president. Not bad. I guess cutting taxes and ending burdensome regulation actually works. Finally, the Fed chair, Jerome Powell, has spoken out against all this recession talk and the inversion model shows us. And I hope we have a recession. I'm rich. I don't care about anybody else. Mentality of the left. Anyway, uh, this idea that the Trump economy and the boom is over. Well, we're about to hit a recession. Oh, the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said today, quote, doesn't he doesn't at all believe or expect the U.S. to enter a recession. Our main expectation is not at all that there will be that not at all that there will be any recession. I was in a panel discussion at a university in Zurich, and the u s. economy has continued to perform well and is in a good place. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of happy that we're adding millions and millions of new jobs. I'm happy that my fellow Americans are back to work. I'm happy that there's seven million fewer Americans that uh, that are dependent on food stamps, I mean, uh, I, uh, that's that's great. I'm glad that our our young people, that youth unemployment is at historic lows. I'm glad that minorities in America are doing better than they ever have. Thank God. Our family is doing great. We have more opportunities than we've ever had. Uh, why would anyone want that to end? We have, you know, the least reported story this weekend, and I'll get into the climate stuff in a few minutes, You know, um, Business Pack Review had a news story today. California Highway Patrol arresting a 51-year-old Guadalupe Lopez Herrera uh, on Thursday after a 20-hour manhunt and a nearly hour-long high-speed chase. And what we discovered is an illegal immigrant who had been arrested in California for domestic assault last weekend was released days under Sacramento's Sanctuary City and California's Sanctuary State laws. Well, the same guy was arrested again last night, this time for shooting and nearly killing a cop. Now, based on liberal logic, El Paso is responsible. Uh, you know, that that's Trump's fault because the guy like had said things that were that expressed that he might be a conservative or a Trump supporter. But the guy in Dayton who supports Elizabeth Warren, no, 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 we won't talk about that. We're not going to talk about the guy that shot up Steve Scalise that was a Bernie supporter. At some point, when do we say those that refuse to support the president's plan to stop the heroin, the fentanyl, the 90% of heroin that is in this country crosses that southern border, and stop the fentanyl, and stop the cartels, and stop the gangs that try and infiltrate... Those people that just want a better life and see America as the land of milk and honey. And we build the wall and then we say, OK, we just need to vet you and you need to be able to take care of yourself. Then come join our family. Why can't we have that simple law? What's so hard about that? Now, we know the new border wall uh, that the president now got three point six billion I'll accept all of your apologies. Some so-called conservatives attacking me saying, oh, Hannity, he's not going to criticize the president. I said, no, I know Donald Trump for 20, nearly 25 years. Donald Trump didn't give up on the wall. He can't. He's incapable of stopping his fights. Trust me, I know the guy. He's going to fight and he just he changed strategies, said I'm not going to get it from Nancy Pelosi. I'm going to get it this way. And then he went with his emergency bill, backed up by the Constitution as commander in chief and backed up by law. And the law says that any president has the authority to reallocate funds to stop drug corridors into the U.S. So, yeah, and he got his three point six billion dollars. Now, the result of that is we have one really angry Nancy Pelosi and poor Nancy is furious and apoplectic because she didn't want this to happen. And she is upset and she is angry that she can't stop it. Like, well, okay, why? Why are you furious? You can't stop Trump from building the wall. Now, in the second term of Obama, she supported it. But it's only because it's Donald Trump's wall. Now, the UK Daily Mail, their headline was Pelosi voices fury at Trump getting three point six billion dollars of military building cash diverted to build his Mexican wall. President says he's going to have between four and five hundred miles complete by Election Day a year from now. And as the border wall gets built, the illegal crossings are plunging in case you're interested. Decline in illegal crossings now. It's down about 30 percent lower than July's numbers. And the president also did a lot of big fix on some of these areas that needed a rebuild. We have four tons of meth that were seized in northern Mexico yesterday. We have an alleged ISIS sniper indicted came to the U.S. on the visa lottery program from Kazakhstan. We have a wave of illegal immigrant sexual assaults in the sanctuary county of Maryland. We told you about one such case. We have six illegal aliens accused of stabbing a 21-year-old man to death in Maryland. Now, when are we ever going to hold the people that refuse to protect our borders responsible for the crimes that they commit? And when are we going to recognize that a sanctuary city or a sanctuary state, well, that's just aiding and abetting criminal activity? When are we going to do that? By the way, Joe Biden stepped in it again. You know, he actually it's pretty bad because Biden can't it's it's now what they don't realize is he can't control himself. We've got Biden now saying he came out against the Iraq war immediately. I'll play all this later. I have the audio. I promise I'll play it. And then now we have Joe Biden on tape supporting the Iraq war. We have him doing it multiple times, many times. So David Axelrod took to Twitter and he was kind of pissed about all of this because it's such an obvious lie. He tweeted, it's one thing to have a well-earned reputation for goofy, harmless gaffes. I don't think any of them are goofy. I watched Joe Biden. I don't know what's happening. He looks to me like he's aged 200 years since he left office. I don't know. You know. Some people are saying they want his medical records. I don't want his medical records. I just need to listen and watch him. And I'm like, uh, this guy, you know, he doesn't have it.
2: This is the United States of America. We've acted together. We have never, never, never been unable to overcome whatever the problem was.
3: If you agree with me,
2: go to Joe303330 and help me in this fight. Thank you very much.
0: Axel, one thing to have a well-earned reputation for goofy, harmless gaffes. Another, if you serially distort your own record, Joe Biden's in danger of creating a more damaging meme. And, you know, it's not good for him. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, days are getting warmer, and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spa's technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to masterspas.com, put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Masterspas.com. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, sweet baby James found it. Uh, I guess Jamil Hill was fired, calling Trump a white nationalist on ESPN. Whatever. I look. I don't. I just don't even want to get involved in it. It's just, you know, this country has so so much more to offer and so much more to accomplish. That you know the the those on the fringes. I don't care who they are. I if Louis Farrakhan his. You know, hate and racism and vitriol and virulent anti-Semitism, these white supremacist jackasses, whoever they are. No, we don't need them. Most Americans are not like that. Thank God, because the extremists are insane. And by the way, David Axelrod is right about Biden. I'm telling you, this guy is in deep trouble. But, you know, it's really, though, the party. You know, this this whole idea that they're trying to, you know, blackmail the U.S. Supreme Court. And, you know, after the decision to challenge uh, New York City's restrictions on how gun owners who have residential permits can transport their guns. And and you got Sheldon Whitehouse, Richard Blumenthal, Dick Durbin, Kirsten Gillibrand, you know, arguing the case against New York was moot because it had rescinded the gun restrictions in question, Fair, you know, But then they're writing, the Supreme Court is not well. We might have to pack the court. No. uh, Why? Because you don't like the fact that you lose elections. You don't like the fact that what you could never get done legislatively or at the ballot box. You're trying to get this other branch of government to do for you. And that's legislate from the bench or cite foreign law as a means of justifying their unconstitutional behavior. No, we don't need that. That's what judicial activism is all about. Originalists, they interpret the laws. You know, listen to like Scalia or Thomas. Why are you before us? Why are you here? Why is this before us, this whole issue? What role do we have in this? And their role is to interpret the Constitution, the rule of law. And determine what is constitutional and what's not. You know, watching the Democrats, they're now dodging questions on whether they agree with San Francisco that the NRA is a domestic terrorist organization. And you got left wingers excited to sign a petition protecting eagle eggs. Just the same party that says, well, first, we'll, we'll let the baby be born. We'll deliver the baby, make the baby comfortable. And then the mother decides. Or you can have an abortion even during the birthing process and dilation. Then we got Kavanaugh's accuser. In that case, uh, Professor Ford now admitting apparently that uh, allegations. uh, Yeah, she was thinking about abortion rulings. We got a problem here. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, days are getting warmer, and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, Well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Masterspas.com. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. Glad you are with us. We're going to have a debate. At the top of the next hour, after the news at the top of the next hour. Uh, we Look, you had the seven hour infomercial of fake news CNN this week. Yeah, I know they want to ban straws, incandescent light bulbs. And they want to get rid of and eliminate the combustion engine. And we've got to we've got to make Americans appreciate vegetarianism. I'm not a vegetarian. Now, my kids eat healthier than I do. I don't want to eat healthy. I mean, I don't want to, you know, gain a ton of weight and die young. I don't want to do that. So, I, you know, I suck it up like everybody else. And you get older, your metabolism slows down. Thank God there's always New Jersey diet that you can go to. That that thing works wonders. Sweet baby James lost 30 pounds in 21 days because I made him do it. He didn't want to do it. And I said, you're going in and you're going to do it or else that's it. We're, You know, stop. I had this guy, friend of mine, you know, he had diabetes. And I sent him over there. He lost 50 pounds. Guess what? He doesn't need insulin anymore. He had two toes chopped off. I said, I I won't say his name. I said, you're going to die if you keep this up. You got to lose the weight. I know it sucks. If I could, I'd eat McDonald's, Wendy's pizza every day. Kentucky fried chicken. I love it all. All of it. Meat, meat and more meat. Love it. But sometimes you got to suck it up. But I don't want the government banning how much meat I can eat. You know, we can't be eating burgers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, I don't know anybody that eats burgers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That would get pretty old pretty fast. But if I want occasionally when I can when I can afford it, in the terms of I I, I'm doing good with my weight, my workout routine every day for 90 minutes, my mixed martial arts, you know what? I might just splurge on a quarter pounder with cheese and a fries and a coke. Or I might just you know, go to Wendy's and get a single with cheese, extra ketchup, pickle and onions and a, and a French fry and a Coke. It's great. Or, you know, I have found the answer to the antidote to pizza. There is, and I'm trust me on this, but it depends where it's made because I've had it where it's terrible, but there's a place nearby where I live. That's, it's a franchise in Long Island, New York. It's called Mario's pizza. And they make this cauliflower crust pizza. It's not, there's no carbs in it. And, you know, except for maybe a few carbs in the sauce, but I get it with extra, you get it with extra cheese. That helps. And I always like onions on my pizza. I like onions on everything. And it is the best thing you've ever had. It's like I, I say it when I'm fat, I'm calling myself fat. I call it like fat guy's pizza. And it's the most delicious thing in the world. And it doesn't have all those. It doesn't have the bread, doesn't have the carbs. It's pretty awesome. Sounds it's boring. Actually, uh, why are you, did you say that on the air? Oh only yeah, I said ear? it on the air. I mean, what, cauliflower crust pizza? I'm um, telling, well, all right, listen, I, the problem is when you come out, when I get all this work done, you come out to the house and I will buy it for you. And you know what you're going to say to me? Wow.
4: This is great. My father-in-law it, loves it from Costco. They supposedly carry they it, they yeah, it. They have it at Costco's?
0: I didn't know they have it. Yeah, they have it at Costco. I've never been a fan of frozen pizza, though. I mean, no matter I've tried them all. I mean, some are marginally okay, but nothing is as good as a real pizza place. And Mario's has the best everything. I mean, they've got, I mean, they've got it all. But uh, it really is, for me, you know, it's awesome. So I'm encouraging people to be just like I encourage everyone to be be good stewards of our environment. Now, if anybody comes up with a greater idea in terms of energy alternatives, let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to be a multi multi billionaire, 50,000 million times over. I remember many years ago, I, I used to go to this event called the Invention Convention. And it's just a bunch of people that create, in some cases, these nutty inventions and they like to share it and they like to produce it. and They like to sell it. I mean, there's more clever people at this thing than than you could ever imagine. Remember, at the turn of the last century, they they were going to shut down the patent office because everything that could be invented has been invented. Yeah. OK, we've gone to the moon and back since then and and everything in between. Um, and a buddy of mine is also he got the inventor of the year award. I don't want to give away what he does. He's going to be annoyed if I do. Um, I got another buddy of mine that invented a, a cement for people, especially our troops, when their skulls are blown off, that it actually perfectly shapes, reshapes their skull. I mean, for people, you know, all of a sudden they they can get the confidence of, of, of at least some of their look back. I mean, it's a miracle for some people that maybe had brain cancer, whatever. There's people that do amazing things every day. I think we should be good stewards of the economy, uh, of, of the environment, rather. Sorry, I'm looking at the economy story of the environment. And I think we should be good stewards of the gifts God gave us. I think that we want clean water and clean air. I'm encouraging every liberal to go out and find that alternative energy source. And if you're the inventor of it, you'll be you'll be the richest person on the face of the earth.
4: Until AOC imposes a 90% tax on that person.
0: Exactly. That's true. You'll take 90% of it. They'll, they'll kill your creativity. But here's the deal. So I met it. I was just interested in inventor guys. And there was a guy that wrote a book. He actually thinks that the gravitational pull is an endless source of energy. Now, look, I'm not a scientist here. I'm just telling you, it intrigued me. It was, I don't know anything about it, except that he intrigued me in the way he sold it. I forget the guy's name. He was in Louisiana. He wrote even a book about it. And what he said is something about how light goes into water, slows down, then speeds up on the other side of it. I'm not saying it right. This is a layman's description of it. And, but the idea was, and the belief was, that there is energy in the gravitational pull. And he believed that one day we might be able to tap that endless stream of energy that just equals the gravitational pull. By the way, Sweet Baby James remember the guy's name. Joseph Newman, that's the guy. Yeah, you remember that, right? I mean, it's a pretty fascinating concept. Now, I think the guy since passed away, but the book is out there somewhere if anyone's interested in it. And if you can pull that off, God, God bless you. And we don't need oil, gas or anything. The economy changes. But energy is the lifeblood of every economy. And until we get to that point, we're going to need oil and gas. Anybody that tells you differently is lying to you. And all of this, you know, all what is rooted in the bottom of all of this is remember the new green deal yeah we're going to get rid of the combustion engines oil and gas in 10 years uh hopefully eventually cows and the infomercial went on for 7 hours and airplanes they have to go to, and we're going to have carbon taxes and wealth taxes and all of this it's it's all about the other part though which is education is free job guaranteed vacation guaranteed health care guaranteed how to keep your doctor your plan and save money work out um all of uh, uh, retirement is free everything's free 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 but then they're going to basically confiscate every penny that everybody makes and what is very predictable if we ever get to that point you know one thing i've learned about rich people and i've never ever gotten a job from somebody that's poor that's just a fact i've worked for people my entire life my entire life i worked for newsday i worked for the daily news when i was 8 and 10 years old I washed dishes at the Norwood Inn in West Hempstead when I was 12. And I I started cooking sometime when I was 13, I think 13 at the time. And then I was a busboy and a waiter and a bartender. And then I did my construction stint for 10 years of my life, painting and hanging paper and laying tile and framing. And I fell off a roof, three stories hit my head, busted up my arm and my teeth and I became a conservative. I woke up. I'm kidding. I already was. And, you know, all these things, you know, I was in survival mode then. But if 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 they do this confiscation of taxes and government burdens and regulation, the opposite of what Trump's been doing to create nearly nine million new jobs and get seven or eight million off of food stamps and they offer everything free and they're going to tax everybody to death. The mass exodus in New York, New Jersey, Illinois, and California is going to turn into a mass exodus the hell out of the United States. Because they will tax and they will regulate people with money that are smart. Anybody that I've ever met that has money, they are smart. I've had the opportunity because this, Mike, you give me to speak to billionaires. And I asked them, how did you do it? I asked every one of them. You know, I had dinner with somebody not that long ago, who's one of the wealthiest people you'd ever you'd know you would know the the person, but I'm not going to say who. The person happens to be a fan of mine. That'll destroy the person if that ever got out. And I I purposely I said I didn't read anything about you on purpose, except I knew the headline. You started with nothing. How did you do it? Explain the whole story. And I sat there fascinated. The brilliance, the work ethic. The you know, I started talking about things. He, he would interrupt you in two seconds. No, you do it this way. No, you do it that way. I mean, brilliant. And I realized I can learn a lot from this guy. And, you know, if we use oil and gas in the interim until somebody creates the better, cheaper alternative, the healthier alternative, even um, we need oil and gas. But all this hysteria, hyperbole is it's all been wrong. Their predictions have been wrong. It's been fake news, flawed science. If you, you can't even call it science, politically motivated outrage about the future of the planet. I went through this on TV last night. The 70s, a few decades ago, prominent scientists calling so-called scholars. They were the, the, the battle cry was the next ice age is coming. Global cooling. That was the 70s. One ecologist stating, quote, if the present trend continues, the world will be about four degrees colder for the global mean temperature in 1990, 11 degrees colder in the year 2000. This is about twice what it would take to put us into an ice age. Never happened, did it? Harvard biologist, a guy named George Wall, claimed, quote, civilization will end within 15 or 30 years unless immediate action is taken against the problems facing mankind. That's the 70s. The media mob. We played it last night. And they, they just they, all they did was repeat the hysteria. The planet has a fever. If your baby has a fever, you go to the doctor. But this is what would happen to
5: Manhattan. They can measure this precisely, just as the scientists could predict precisely how much water would breach the levees in New
3: Orleans. The area where the World Trade Center Memorial is to be located would be underwater. Ice caps could melt, raising the level
6: of the seas. Possible, probable, we really don't know. But if it happens, it means goodbye Miami, goodbye Corpus Christi, goodbye Sacramento, goodbye Boston. One scientist put
3: the urgency of the greenhouse potential in biblical terms, citing the warning given
0: to Noah in the Old Testament. Noah knew trouble was coming, he said, and he prepared for it. All right, and I can keep going. Time Magazine, 1974, wondering if another ice age is on the way. 1975, not to be outdone. Newsweek dedicated a massive report to the, quote, cooling world we live in. And then, of course, there was no ice age in the 90s. Civilization didn't end. The exact opposite happened. Worldwide population boomed. Life expectancy increased. Standard of living improved dramatically around the globe. Thanks to oh capitalism and America's done more to to raise the standard of living of people here and abroad than any other nation on Earth. You know, but the scientific so-called scientific community, the media mob, Democrats, you know, this is decades of wild and end of days predictions. 1989 AP report, a senior U.N. environmental official says the entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea levels if the global warming trend is not reversed by the year 2000. Ethan, I'm old. What year is this? Oh, it's 20- 2019. Oh, OK. For 19 years, we were supposed to be underwater. Al Gore in 2006, unless drastic measures to reduce greenhouse gases are taken within the next 10 years, the world will reach a point of no return. And it's one dire warning prediction after another over and over. And, you know, by the way, Al Gore's inconvenient truth. People forget this. In 2007, a British judge ruled that the film is not suitable for classrooms because of all of its false claims. One of the claims, by the way, involved polar bears, gore implying the animals were a doomed species. Well, I hate to tell you, but today, polar bears, I actually think are majestic. I love those bears. They're mean as hell. I wouldn't want to see one in the wild, but I do go to zoos. There's one in particular at the Bronx Zoo that I used to go see years ago. My kids were younger. I, loved, I used to love zoos. I haven't been there in a while. Anyway, they're seeing an explosion in population. And the left has blamed all extreme weather on, on climate change. Weather's become worse, killing Americans, on and on and on. We'll debate this in the next hour. We're not dealing with an apocalyptic scenario here. Uh, Wolf Blitzer, in spite of his claim, but this is about socialism. You know, to claim as, as you know, Robert Francis Bozo, Beto O'Rourke, that, you know, compare Megan and Amy Klobuchar and Mayor Pete, who can't run South Bend, Indiana. That, you know, this is more challenging than winning World War II. Really, Pete? Really? The greatest generation? The guys that slammed the beaches of Normandy? Really, Pete? You want to rethink that? You know, we apparently need to educate people on the horrors of what concentration camps is and the evils of Stalin and Mao and and tojo and then uh mussolini and hitler we need to revisit these issues because they don't know crap and they just want to ban straws and burgers and oil and gas and you know and combustion engines and basically seed all of that economic growth to people like putin and russia when we could bring russia to its knees if we really wanted built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to masterspas.com. Put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Masterspas.com. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Do you share
7: my concerns about the FISA warrant process? Yes. Do you share my concerns about the counterintelligence investigation, how it was opened and why it was opened? Yes. Do you share my concerns that the professional lack of professionalism in the Clinton email investigation is something we should all look at? Yes. Do you expect to change your mind about the bottom line conclusions of the Mueller report? No. Do you know Bob Mueller? Yes. Do you trust him? Yes. How long have you known him? 30 years, roughly. Do you think he had time he needed? Yes. You think he had the money he needed? Yes. You think he had the resources he needed? Yes. You think he did a thorough job? Yes, and I, I think he feels he did a thorough job and, and, and had uh, adequate uh, evidence to make the calls. Do you think the president's campaign in 2016 was thoroughly looked at in terms of whether or not they colluded with the Russians? Yes. And the answer is no, according to Bob Mueller. That's right. He couldn't decide about obstruction? You did. Is that correct? That's right. You feel good about your decision? Absolutely.
0: All right. That, of course, the well, I guess, well-known now infamous exchange with Lindsey Graham and the attorney general of the United States. And what the attorney general signaled there is everything we have been telling you. And that is that, yes, the Mueller special counsel, the, the collusion narrative lies, conspiracy theories, that's all finished We told you we predicted with pinpoint accuracy what the first IG, I called it the little baby primer report, uh, would say about Jim Comey. That Jim Comey uh, showed a lack of candor, that Jim Comey, in fact, took classified documents when he left the FBI, uh, that what Jim Comey did was dangerous. I also predicted that there probably would not be an indictment of Jim Comey at the time. But I would say at this moment, as we now await the conclusion of the inspector general, Michael Horowitz, on FISA abuse. My prediction is that there will be the conclusion that the four FISA warrants were illegally obtained and they were illegally obtained based on circumstances and a scenario that unfolds like this is that Hillary Clinton funneled money through a law firm, Perkins Coie. Perkins Coie then hires Fusion GPS. They have nothing to do with law. They are an op research shark team. They're the ones that are being sued now this week by Devin Nunes, former House Intelligence Committee chairman. And then they hired Christopher Steele, who, by the way, had not been or didn't have sources in Russia for some 10 years. And he puts together a series of documents. that becomes known as the dossier. The Hillary Clinton bought and paid for dirty Russian dossier and Christopher Steele himself. Well, we now know because when pressed under oath under the threat of a perjury conviction, he said, I have no idea if any of it's true, which means that the document from the get go was unverifiable. But yet, in spite of specific warnings given to Jim Comey, the FBI, the DOJ, they still used That dirty Russian Clinton bought and paid for dossier as the bulk of information to obtain the FISA warrants to spy on in spite of what Jim Cohn me lies and says we don't spy. He signed three of them to spy on Carter Page, which then gave them entree, a backdoor, if you will, into all things Trump campaign transition and then ultimately the Trump presidency. Now, you add to that the news this week that the ACLJ, Jay Seculos group, is now suing and asking and demanding for information about whether or not there were spies planted in the new Trump White House from day one by Jim Comey reporting back to him. And then we have yet another phase that will occur after the FISA report by the inspector general, and that will be the Durham report. And that will deal with issues involving the outsourcing. Of intelligence gathering, spying illegally on American citizens and likely an American president by other friendly intelligence agencies, by high ranking officials in our government, maybe going into the Obama White House uh, to circumvent American laws as it relates to privacy, constitutional rights, et cetera. Anyway, it's been a big week. We have the Tom Fitton lawsuit on the Clinton emails. We have the ACLJ's case. And we've been talking a lot about Devin Nunes' lawsuit. Anyway, here to talk about all of it is Fox News legal analyst, his soon-to-be-released, well, follow-up to his number one bestseller. This new book is called Witch Hunt, the story of the greatest mass delusion in American political history. Greg Jarrett is with us. David Schoen, criminal defense, civil liberties attorney. Uh, thank you both for being with us. Uh, we're now on the precipice, uh, Greg, we've talked at length about this FISA application. Is there anything that I just said that is wrong or something that we cannot prove with incontrovertible evidence? Then, Unlike the special counsel, there was no evidence ever. There were conspiracy theories, no evidence. Is everything that I said provable?
6: Oh, absolutely! It's provable, and it's actually well documented. Uh, I suspect uh, that maybe that's twenty percent of what we uh, of what really occurred, and about eighty percent is still yet to come. Think about this: as I say in my new book, I open it this way. It is easy to invent a lie. Uh, it's even easier to spread a lie. Unraveling the truth is exceedingly hard. Think about this. Christopher Steele conjured up his phony, fabricated dossier in less than two weeks after having been hired by Glenn Simpson of Fusion GPS. They immediately gave it to the FBI and the media that ran with it. So, so that happened literally in a matter of weeks. That was back in July of 2016. It has taken three years For us to try to unravel just, uh, I'm speculating, 20% of the truth. So it is easy to invent a lie. It's very hard to unspool the truth. And I think when the IG report comes out, we're going to find that the the judges of the FISC, uh, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, were deceived in six material ways. They weren't told about the Clinton campaign paying for the phony dossier or that Steele had lied or that Steele had a known bias against Trump or that the FBI had not verified the document when they swore that they had verified it. They weren't told of exculpatory evidence. They weren't told that a wife of a senior DOJ official cultivated some of that. All of those are lies to the Fisk that's perjury, false and misleading statements, obstruction of justice, fraud, conspiracy to defraud, deprivation of rights under color of law. I would expect criminal referrals and thereafter indictments.
0: And David Schoen, you've been in this business a long time. You've been in many high-profile cases. Uh, I think more, perhaps Sidney Powell may have you on this part. I don't think there's anybody that knows the record of Andrew Weissman better than you do and how uh, focused we became this week on the stunning revelation that came out when the special counsel, Robert Mueller, had no idea who Fusion GPS was. It wasn't a trick question. And Devin Nunes' suit. And the fact that he didn't know Jeannie Ray was a former Clinton attorney for the Clinton Foundation, that means Weissman, your buddy, he ran the whole operation. And more importantly, we now see that they didn't get what they wanted, did they?
1: That's right. I don't think there's any question from the beginning. You pinpointed it at the time that Weissman ran this investigation. It has his fingerprints all over it, which means dirty tricks uh, all over the place. But uh, look, the idea, Mr. Mueller was just out of it completely. I mean, the idea that he didn't know Jeannie Ray represented. Hillary Clinton is absurd. Jeannie Ray and another lawyer with that law firm represented Clinton. That was Bob Mueller. Is it possible that Bob Mueller wasn't aware that his law firm, the partners there were representing Hillary Clinton? Not at all. But look, there's so many ways in which the rules have been ignored. As, as Greg was talking, I pulled up the rules from the FISA court. Um, in case they had any question whether they had an obligation to notify the court of all of the things Greg mentioned that you've mentioned, rule 13. If the government discovers that a submission to the court contained any misstatement or omission of material fact, the government in writing must immediately judge to whom the submission was made. And then it tells what exactly the judge has to be informed of. No question, in my view at least, they broke the law, they broke the rules of the court. Um, This investigation of the investigators that you've been calling for and now seems to be coming into fruition is of paramount importance. One of the most important uh, developments within the Department of Justice in this country that I can recall, quite frankly, because of the integrity of the Department of Justice, the group that's out there prosecuting people day in and day day out. If the integrity of that department is called into question, we all should be scared to death and we're all at great risk. With Mr. Comey, what we saw is a leader. Of what used to be and hopefully will be again the premier law enforcement agency in the world had no regard for rules or for the truth had his own agenda and if things had been turned and there'd been a democrat in office and this was a republican doing these things we hear about a right-wing uh coup within the justice department and so on no regard for the rules as the head of the fbi Unthinkable.
0: Let me go specifically back to Greg Jarrett and ask about the lawsuit. The ACLJ, Jay Sekulow's group, he's the chief counsel, filed to force the release of James Comey's emails because what specifically he's looking for with, under the Freedom of Information uh, Act lawsuit against the FBI and the DOJ is they believe there are spies of James Comey that were in the in the Trump White House from day one, reporting back to James Comey. Um, now that would, if that's true, James Comey once said, oh, we don't spy, but we know he's a liar because he said that the bulk of information in the dossier signed it three times. He verified it's true, but told Donald Trump it's salacious, but not verified. So he's a liar. Um, he also said they don't spy. That's a lie too, because signing those warrants is spying. Um, but then now we might have three paths towards spying. One would be the FISA warrants. If these people were inside the White House reporting back to Comey, that'd be method two. And then we know about method three, which would be abroad, and that would be using spies again to go after Papadopoulos, Clovis and Carter Page uh, and Professor and uh, who was misidentified in the Mueller report as a Russian asset. No, he was a Western intelligent asset. Um, what does that mean for Comey?
6: It means more trouble for James Comey. You would need uh, an abacus, or, or better yet, a calculator, to keep track of all of the lies that have been peddled uh, by James Comey. Uh, My most recent column, I, I. say he is uh, one of the U.S. history's most notorious schemers, you know, move over Bernie Madoff. I mean, one scheme after another. Uh, And, you know, there he was on January 6, 2017, before Trump ever took office. Scheming to ensnare the president elect into saying something incriminating with a waiting SUV outside and a laptop and a uh, telecommunications. Secure conference set up with his Confederates at the White House. Uh, didn't know, he
0: also gonna... meet with Obama in the Oval Office, Biden there, uh, Susan Rice, and the others day before. the day before? And didn't he inform oh, yeah. them of what he was going to tell Donald Trump the next day? Absolutely. And last question he... before I take a break here. And did, wouldn't any counterintelligence uh, investigation have to be Obama's intel, uh, counterintelligence sure. decision, nobody else's?
6: Absolutely. Obama so, was in on it. Brenner,
0: Clapper, all of them. Them. Were and, in what, and so the question to Obama Biden, what did you know? When did you know it would apply here?
6: Absolutely, they all need to be questioned under oath.
0: Stay right there. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, days are getting warmer, and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps swim spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub, with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spa's technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings, exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right. As we continue, Greg Jarrett is with us, by the way, News Roundup Information Overload uh, Hour. We'll get back to the liberal left wing insanity at the top of the hour. But uh, and David Schoen is with us. As we continue, we await the release of the uh, IG report on FISA abuse. We all agree. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yes or no, that we expect they will discover that all four FISA applications were flawed. And the warrants were obtained illegally. And as, of course, McCabe once said, the deputy FBI director, no dossier, no FISA warrants. Is that true? Do you all agree that will be the conclusion?
6: I think it's inevitable. It has to be the conclusion. And people need to be held responsible. It's a crime to lie to a judge. Uh, It constitutes numerous felonies. Uh, To put it simply, any person who lies to a judge has committed a lawless act. And uh, you know nobody... Nobody's above the law, so I would expect there to be criminal referrals. I would hope the DOJ would then pursue them in front of a La- grand jury.
0: Last word, David Schoen.
1: Uh, the IG has to find improprieties. I hope we see more teeth in this report. I know Michael Harwitz very well, a lot of respect for him. He, makes his, he has background in exposing a lack of integrity. I hope it has teeth in it, though, and really calls it illegal. That's going to be the question for me to watch.
0: Well, if they were illegally obtained, they were illegally obtained. Do we not have the evidence that they this was premeditated fraud and they never... They said something's verified, but it's unverifiable. It doesn't get any more clean than that, does it?
1: I agree with you, you know, 100%. I want to see it in the report. All right.
0: What I'm looking both...
1: for in the report
6: are, are the judges and their reaction to being lied to.
0: I want to see that, too. I've been dying to see that. All right. 800-941-SHAWN. Toll free telephone number. You want to be a part of this extravaganza news roundup information overload. Oh, we got a couple of insane liberal stories we're going to share mentioned earlier. We'll get to them next. Straight ahead. 100% built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to MasterSpas.com, put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your Master Spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, MasterSpas.com. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider.
7: I am curious how you respond to questions about your judgment in that space.
0: I
2: let my record stand. I think my record has been uh, good. I think the vast majority of the foreign policy community thinks it's been very good. For example, um, I got a commitment from President Bush. He was not going to go to war in Iraq. He looked me in the eye in the Oval Office. He said he needed the vote to be able to get inspectors in into Iraq to determine whether or not uh, Saddam Hussein was engaged in dealing with uh, a, a nuclear program. He got them in. And before we know, we had shock and awe. Immediately, that moment it started, I came out against the war at that moment.
3: Some of my own party have said that it was a mistake to go to Iraq in the first place and believe that it's not worth the cost, whatever benefit may flow from our engagement in Iraq. But the cost of not acting against Saddam, I think, would have been much greater. And so is the cost, and so will be the cost, of not finishing this job. The President of the United States is a bold leader, and he is popular. The stakes are high, and the need for leadership is great. I wish he'd use some of his stored-up popularity... To make what I admit is not a very popular case. But I and many others will support him when he makes the case. The American people understand intuitively that the American forces are caught between increasingly hostile Iraqi population that they were sent to liberate and an increasingly skeptical American public whose support they so badly deserve. I'm convinced That we can still succeed if we level with the American people about the costs and the risks. If we develop a coherent plan for success. And if we bring the Iraqi people and the rest of the world with us.
0: All right, there is Joe Biden. I mean, remarkably, uh, but yet now very predictable stepping in it once again. I mean, you listen to Joe Biden says he came out against the Iraq war immediately. It's like the war story and the hero and the medals and the times he went abroad and the type of medals and the stars of generals. But, you know, well, specific facts don't really matter. They're not that important. Axelrod said it's one thing to have a well-earned reputation for goofy, harmless gas. It's another if you serially distort your own record. Joe Biden is in danger of creating a more damaging meme. Ouch. As we are joined with Jonathan Gillum, former FBI agent, federal air marshal, author of Sheep No More, Danielle McLaughlin, liberal attorney and uh, who counts herself a liberal Democrat, will vote for the Democrat in the next election regardless. Um, Let me ask you a question. Do you want me to give you the whole list of Joe uh, 30330? Do you want me to play everything or do you want to just maybe not have to hear it all over again you know we take truth over facts and you know stuff like there's the first time ever we have somebody who's african-american that's bright and articulate and clean this is storybook man and you can't go to a 7-eleven unless you have a a slight or dunkin donuts unless you have a slight indian accent and then of course uh many other gaffes. danielle i would assume you probably don't want to go through the whole list although you Our listeners can vote at Hannity.com for their favorite gaff. It's all up there.
8: Hey, Sean. No, thanks for not putting me through that. I mean, clearly this is not something that a supporter of Biden necessarily wants to hear. And I'm not going to, you know, say to you and to listeners that there have not been any number of gaffes. And you know there are any number of other Democratic nominees who may surpass Biden in the polls, and we're just going to have to see what shakes out. I mean, I think the fundamental thing about supporting Biden is, you know, understanding that he said the wrong thing and he said some terrible things. That he's a product of a little bit of his time. Think about the crime bill in '94. Uh, your piece earlier about support for Iraq. All There's right, slow down, was, slow uh, down. So is he, he a little bit in his support. time
0: when he when he opposed integration? Are you going to say that too? Or the things he said about the crime bill? Uh, No, I mean, uh, how much or the praise that he heaped on the praise that he heaped on the former Klansman, Robert Byrd or Fritz Hollings or any of the above, you know, former Klan members and and known segregationists and uh, supremacists. That's okay too, right?
8: No, it's not okay. And the thing is, no, it's not okay. But you'd still still vote for
0: him, wouldn't you? Well.
8: Uh, Voting is neither here nor there. No,
0: I don't think that people should slow down. What do you mean, voting is neither here nor there? Now you sound like Biden when he says facts are irrelevant.
8: No, I'm saying for me personally, in terms of my support, yes, he is an imperfect candidate. Do I think he can be president? Absolutely. Same thing goes for the president. He is imperfect, but plenty of people support him, and that's people's right to look past what they want to look past. It's not ideal. All right, let me go to
0: say that is. Let me go to Jonathan Gillum. Jonathan, uh, it is. If he ever had, I don't think he's ever had a fastball. Let me be blunt. I think he's always, you know, thrown softballs. I think he's been all hype and all, you know, Amtrak Joe and image making. Meanwhile, him and his family are making millions and millions of very questionable deals. We'll deal with that another day. But I think that is the perception that Joe wants to run on. But I'm looking at a guy on a campaign trail. It looks to me like he's aged 20 years since he's left office. And I'm not saying that I'm going to get old, too, one day and probably sooner than later. But I'm just telling you, he's lost his softball, his underhand pitch, never mind a fastball.
9: Yeah, I think, you know, Daniel said that he's a product of his time. I would say that he's a product of his times in office and exactly the way you just explained it is. Joe Biden, his expertise is not in leadership. It's not in these critical decision-making processes. His expertise is having gotten himself in a position years, and we're talking like 30 or more years this guy's been in politics, and nothing can be equated to him as to of making real change in this country, or not just change, but making sure that things are fixed, that are broken. And when you look at that type of personality, they basically milk towards situation, throw their name in there, just like the soundbite bite you played earlier uh, where he's talking about the Iraq war. He will just jump on something, milk himself, secrete himself in there, and make it look like he's part of the solution or part of the decision. Basically, he's got a vote in up there and that's, and that's all he's done since he's been uh, in politics. But what is even worse than that is that now when you look at him, he's just—I mean, if there was a race, a mental race between him and Robert Mueller, he's just like a couple steps ahead of geriatric Robert Mueller. Except it looks like uh, his body's dying live on TV. I mean, it's—it's it's not good. And when what kills me—and I think I said this last week to Danielle—is that people that say that they're liberal should start to look not at the Democrat Party. But look at who makes effective decisions, who's failed in the past because they made big decisions and then came back and made big, successful decisions. That's Donald Trump. I mean, there's nobody well, well, in the Democratic Party.
0: Well, that, listen, that I'm sure that Danielle that. really doesn't want to go over the Donald Trump economic record that came out today because, oh, what do we see? A jobs report. Oh, let's see. Record low unemployment rate again for African-Americans and, oh, 130,000 new jobs, half a million more people enter the labor market, the highest labor participation rate in years and unemployment at a 50-year low. Oh, and Trump bests Obama by nine million jobs in his first two and a half years as president. Amazing what cutting taxes and deregulation can do for the economy, Danielle, but I'm sure that's not something you want to hear.
8: He's actually uh, adding jobs at a slower, slower rate than Obama did. And I'm not going to argue with the, econ- the economy under this president. I've never argued with the success of the Why don't economy. you just say it? We're Donald
0: here. Trump has uh, done an amazing job with the economy. Yes. I, want, I want you to say it clean oh, in your yeah. own words so I can tape it. Three, <laughs> two, one, go. <laughs>
8: I will say the economy is great under this president, and I have never, ever said otherwise. I will say I'm worried about trade wars with China. I'm worried about the They went back to the negotiating
0: table yesterday. Uh, All right, quick break. We'll come back more with Jonathan Gillum, Danielle McLaughlin on the other side. uh, We'll give you a quick update on how to help with Hurricane Dorian. All right, as we continue, Jonathan Gillum, Danielle McLaughlin are with us. Do you think it's acceptable for China to have all these tariffs on every product in America and that we that the president's trying to negotiate a better deal for farmers, manufacturers, basically uh, car companies, every every big company in this country? Why do they get the advantage like that?
8: Well, I'm ag- I'm against tariffs, and I'm a free trader, which may strike you as strange as a liberal. You know, I think we should have gone back into the Trans-Pacific Partnership. We shouldn't have left. I worry a little bit with Brexit, because I can tell you that the price of food in the U.K. is going to go up. All right, but Trans- the Trans- bottom line is if Donald Trump can, can get us a better
0: deal era. and help American farmers in the long run and Amer- American manufacturers in the long run, he got a better deal with Japan. He got a better deal with Mexico. He got a better deal with Canada. He's but now making NATO United nations United pay their fair share because he was tough a tough negotiator. Um, yeah, I think it's worth a little short-term pain for long-term success.
8: I don't disagree. But we haven't actually finalized a single trade deal because Congress is required for those trade deals. And I do think that we need to be hard on China. They've stolen our IP. They are basically business as an arm of the state. You know, It's completely unfair competition. They're a a currency manipulator. But I think the question becomes, how long does this tariff go on? And what is the ramifications for the economy? Because if you're a business and you're wondering about investing, and this is small businesses or large businesses, if you're a somehow connected into China for raw materials or anything. All else. right, let me let
0: Jonathan no, no, no. respond to this guy, Jonathan. Well, I, I, this is the bottom line. You know, when it comes to
9: any type of warfare, whether it be with tanks and guns or with terrorists, first of all, there has to be a strategy. You have to name your enemy, which in this war, we've actually, the, the president has named who the enemy is. He has a strategy, but most importantly for The business people, it's no different than stocks and bonds and these things. When you go into war, they may crash for a while, but then they're going to come back up because of the success of the war. And I think that's what's going to happen here is people in business have to look at the long term of what's going to happen, how good their businesses are going to be when this president actually defeats China and stops them from doing the things that they're doing when it comes to robbing the American economy, which is what they're doing. And and I'll tell you, it goes, once this happens, these other little games that China's playing, like in the Bahamas right now, where they're trying to milk their way in there to help uh, the Bahamas recover from the hurricane, that's just a a military ploy to get them in closer to the United States. He's going to have a better footing in keeping them at bay militarily after he puts them at bay. Economically guaranteed.
8: Not, yeah, I agree. I mean, this is war, and um, it's more than that, right? It's buying ports in parts of and countries in Africa. It's investing in natural resources uh, all over the world. Like this is war by other means, and I I agree with you entirely. But, Dan- but Danielle, this. my Danielle, only concern who is who on your side,
9: American. who on who on your side has even remotely said what he's doing. They have no plan for this at all.
8: Well, I'll give you one example and it's the Trans-Pacific Partnership which was nine countries around the Pacific Rim. We're not going to get well,
0: Listen, you're not listening. To, to, it's to hurting manufacturers, it's hurting car manufacturers. They've made it cost prohibitive to basically take any American products. We're at a 500 billion dollar trade deficit. It's it's not a fair deal and the president right, so the president them. does you not want a trade war. But President Xi's got to understand his economy now is at the slowest rate in 27 years. Their currency is at an 11-year low. Donald Trump is sending a loud message. It's going to hurt back. Come to the table and do a free and fair deal. I think that's good for America. I think that's good for our workers. I think that's good overall in the end for our economy. Short-term hit, long-term benefits.
8: OK, but, you know, you guys talk about how much you hate socialism. We have soybean farmers being being propped up by a U.S. OK, stop changing the topic.
0: Listen America. to me. I'm asking it's for trade. free, open, fair trade with China and for the the, uh, the president, Xi and the government of China to stop taking advantage and yeah. stop this. One, stop taking it. advantage of America and frankly, hurting our farmers, our car manufacturers, our product manufacturers, and that hurts Americans' ability to get their products in the Chinese market. Now, we're just asking for fair reciprocity. I don't think, Jonathan Gillum, that's too much to ask.
9: I don't think it's too much to ask at all. The fact is, and Daniel, you you cannot deny this, that China has been playing us for so long. All this attention on Russia, Russia this, Russia that for politics and election processes. But nobody in the past, I don't know, 30, 40 years has even remotely looked at China and tried to confront them and stop this, just like the same way over the past 50 or more years, the Koreans had become more and more dangerous militarily. China has done the same thing. Nobody's talked about it. And economically, they've gotten themselves in a position that if they twist it just a little bit. They could actually injure us greatly, but instead what they've been doing is this trickle uh, squeeze that they've been doing over a period of time, uh, and we have a president that stands up to that.
0: All right, I got to roll. Thank you so much for being with us, Danielle. Uh, Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you.
5: Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour.
0: We're going to have to spend a lot of federal money in order to deal with the crisis. $250 billion immediately. Your climate change plan uh, talks about spending $1.7 trillion. $2 trillion plan. I've got a $1 trillion plan.
10: $2 trillion to $3 trillion range. Senator Booker, you recently unveiled a $3 trillion plan to tackle climate change.
0: $5 trillion. $5 trillion plan. $16 trillion plan. All right. A lot of trillion dollar plans there. Glad you're with us. Our two Sean Hannity show. Uh, this insanity, we, we're going to ban cows. we, we, we got to get rid of cows. we got to reduce meat consumption. We'll all become vegetarians. We'll spend $16 trillion, $3 trillion, $2 trillion, $1.7 trillion. That's the least amount that they're going to uh, spend. We'll ban meat. We'll ban uh, factory farming. We'll ban offshore drilling. We'll ban fracking. Uh, we'll ban coal mining and coal-burning plants. And we'll will prohibit uh the exportation of energy which is a lot of money the lifeblood of the world's economy and will ban straws and light bulbs the combustion engine and probably eventually will all ban oh let's see airplanes too on top of all of that this is all part of what turned out to be a marathon 7 hour infomercial for for the DNC on fake news CNN, I mean, it just first of all, it was unwatchable. The ratings sucked. But putting all of that aside, do not be fooled because this isn't about clean air or water. This is about the government control of every aspect of the economy. This is about socialism. This is about our lives, and this is about their power. Anybody that tells you anything differently is just lying to you. What kind of car you drive, how much energy you consume, how much they can propose and raise in taxes, wealth taxes, carbon taxes, taxes, taxes. They even want to control, uh, let's see, oh, the population growth in, in certain countries. Wow. And of course, they, uh, that would abolish free market capitalism. That has created the wealth and the standard that has advanced the human condition all around the world. America's creativity born out of freedom, born out of uh, deregulation, born out of low taxes. Well, now, just like what's happening in New York, New Jersey, Illinois, California, mass exodus of people, you will see the same thing nationally if they impose the this type of uh, these types of taxes, they make these false promises: free education, uh, pre-K through college, free healthcare, free vacation, guaranteed housing, free healthy food, universal income, retirement, they got it all covered. Where are they gonna get the money from? Uh yeah, that would send this country into an immediate depression because oil and gas are the lifeblood of the entire world's economy. If we were smart, now that for the first time in 75 years we're energy independent, if we were smart, we would use that natural resource, view it as a gift, a God-given gift for the American people. We'd export it. That would put people like the hostile actors in Russia and Putin out of business that would help our European allies. We'd no longer have to get involved in foreign entanglements, but for our strong allegiance with our partners and friends in Israel over the free flow of, market, of oil at market prices. And we'd be independent of all of this. They want to go in the other direction. Mark Morano, author of the Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change, creator of the movie Climate Hustle, now on DVD, and you can find it on demand. Betsy Rosenberg is with us, environmental reporter, climate commentator. Uh, Thank you both for being with us. Uh, All right, Mark, you saw it. You heard it. Your take. Well, the most amazing thing about the
11: Democratic debate, not only do they want to ban everything, but there's an implication, and it was never challenged. That by banning everything, centrally planning, completely shutting down the American economy, and regulating every aspect of it, that somehow this would impact climate. And they never actually addressed how. In other words, I interviewed a professor from University of Pennsylvania, Robert Giegengack, 200 peer-reviewed studies. He said there's not a single proposal offered by the United Nations or EPA or the U.S. government or anyone else that would actually affect climate, even if it was controlled by carbon dioxide, which the climate is not. But all of these solutions would have zero impact on the climate. In fact, I'll go further. They would have zero impact on emissions. They would not affect global emissions because China and India would continue. So even if you accepted their scientific claims, this was the theater of the absurd, Sean, because they just want to shut America down. And even if you believed in the climate crisis, it would have no impact on it using their own science. So it was just a stunning thing to watch.
0: Your take, Betsy?
12: Well, so much to say, so much to challenge. First of all, Earth is shutting down, and there's no good anything on a bad planet. If you look at not just our climate, but all all ecosystems across the board are in decline. Look at our oceans—they're warm, they're filled with plastic. Everything is dying everywhere, and I'm not exaggerating. Look at the stats, you guys. I can't believe it's been about a dozen years since I've been on your show, Hannity and Mark. And the parts per million of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere back then were 387. You know what it is now? 418 of parts per million of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. You know what the safe level is? 350. Is it any wonder? Mother Nature is going wacko, that weather is extreme, that we're having problems right and left, every place you turn. And Americans understand it. Even Republicans are really starting to wake up and smell the carbon. We have a decade to get off our gases, or we're toast, and we're not going to do it. If you guys keep, you know, perpetuating this denial, this diminishment, here's, of here's very real. Betsy, here's the facts. problem.
0: Here's the problem. We've heard the sky is falling rhetoric from Well, liberals. it is,
12: actually. It is. Take a look. Look at the Bahamas. Uh, Betsy, have you turned Bet, on the
0: television? Betsy, Betsy, there's been hurricanes since the 1920s, the 1800s. And if you want to look at the worst hurricane years, go to Joe Bastardi's weatherbell.com because it's not at this present point in history, thank God. But it was happening in the 20s, the 30s, the 50s. Let me just point out one thing. You know, we've heard this nonsense, this this all the earth is uh, headed towards the next ice age. Yeah, that was in Newsweek and in Time magazine. We've heard scholars like yourself making predictions and ecologists once st- stating that if the present trend continues, the world will be about four degrees colder for the global mean temperature in 1990, but 11 degrees cooler in the year 2000. This is about twice. This is about this is about twice. Don't interrupt me. This is about twice what it would take to put us into an ice age. And then it became global warming and we're all going to die and melt from the, the, the heat. And then that didn't work out either. Your predictions of doom and gloom. And nor no. are your predictions about everything TV. being over tell in ten the Bahamas, years.
12: There's no doom and gloom. Tell the people of Mexico Beach, Florida. There's no. And freedom. how do you explain then the what happened? In the oh, how do you in explain? My who how do you home.
0: explain the hurricanes in 1928? Then, considering the combustion engine was, uh, oh yeah, in its infancy stages. Sean, Greenland is melting, the Amazon... You're not answering. Are Answer my question. Bahamas has been obliterated, Answer. and
12: all you want to talk about is an old ice age, which has nothing to do hey, with Betsy, what's on Betsy, today. Hey, Betsy, Betsy, I asked
0: you, Betsy, you can, you can yell all you want. Answer my question. It's simple. Why explain the ice age to has me nothing to do with Betsy. What we are in uncharted Betsy.
12: territory. It's not about the ice age. It's about right, Betsy. Today, Betsy.
0: I, I don't I'm, I'm, I'm too old for this. I did hand it years ago. <laughs> um, either you answer my question. or I'll say thank you. Have a nice day. It's simple. How do you then explain if it's all man-made? How do you explain the massive hurricanes that also took place in decades where we didn't have the emission of these gases? Explain that question specifically if you can focus.
12: Okay, the strongest storm on record for the Bahamas with sustained winds of 185 oh miles per God. hour and gusts reported oh as high as 220. The Bahamas. Yeah. First time in four consecutive years. Right. Hold on, now California let me go to, you're, you're, you're not answering. Mark
0: Morano. I'll give you a chance to answer. You try.
11: Well, it's an, it's there's absolutely... No climate trend increase in floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, uh, droughts, and the peer-reviewed literature shows that even the United Nations admits this buried in their reports, that there's currently no, uh, what they would say, mankind signal in that. So if you go and look, she's talking about the Bahamas right now. Yeah, that was a record hurricane for the Bahamas, but it was not a record hurricane. It was a three-way tie for second. In terms of wind speed, it was number ninth overall strength in terms of the pressure. There was nothing unprecedented or about this hurricane that just hit. And it hit the United States as a much smaller Category 1. Of course, it'll pack a lot of uh, storm surge and rain. But hurricanes, the most active and destructive decade, were the 19th. Forties, and to look at anything happening today and saying, "Ha ha, that's due to man-made climate change." It's unscientific. And the CO two level, we've had ice ages with CO two level higher. We've had much CO two many times higher in the geologic history of the Earth with temperatures oh, about facts. the same or lower.
0: Let me add one point. In two thousand six, Al Gore warned unless drastic measures to reduce greenhouse gases are taken within the next ten years. That would be 2016. The world will reach a point of no return. And by the way, a British judge the year after ruled that his movie, An Inconvenient Truth, is not suitable for classrooms because of its false claims. Now, Betsy, would you like to respond to Mark specifically and the specifics of the history which matters? About hurricanes,
12: yes, I'll be happy to give you some facts. But then I want to, I want to invite you to do something, something different, not your usual.
0: But hey, Betsy, first- Betsy, I don't need invitations. Answer the question. Okay. You're my guest. If you get a show and you want to invite me, I'll. I'll say yay or nay. Answer okay, Mark's I'm work, question. I'm
12: working on that. First time with four consecutive years featuring Category Five hurricanes in the Atlantic. There have only been 35 Category Five since 1924, showing a frightening new trend happening because of warmer ocean waters, which is documented. Do you want to go to the Bahamas and tell those people this is no big deal? We are getting one in 500 year weather events every other year. Look at Harvey. There are still people in Houston who are out of their homes. There are you no.
0: Know, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what. You are, hold on fire. a second. It doesn't matter. Mark just laid out for you a series of facts. Mark just laid out for you a history. And in spite of the history, you just refuse to hear it. And what I am saying is this this hyperbole, this hysteria, this rhetoric of doom and gloom and the sky is falling. We've heard it all before. It comes in the form of the ice age coming, that the earth is gonna melt is coming, and then at the end of the day, we always only have 10 years. It's always 10 years. Then 20 years pass and they go move on to another reason why we have to. Uh, worry about the next 10 years but the reality is you guys have been wrong every step of the way and this is agenda driven all right, as we continue, Mark Marano's with us, the author of the Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change, and he has the movie Climate Hustle now on demand on DVD. Betsy Rosenberg, environmental reporter, climate commentator, as we continue our debate about CNN's seven-hour infomercial on climate change for the Democrats. Now, here's my next question, Betsy. Very simple, yes or no. Do you, you, you support, do president. you support, hang on, the You're new Green so Deal? Pre- do you support the Green New Deal? where everything is free, everything, as promised by Ocasio-Cortez, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the Congresswoman, uh, and do you support eliminating uh, the use of oil and gas in the next 10 years, and do you support eliminating the combustion engine and reducing uh, our consumption of cows and maybe even getting rid of planes? Do you support that, yes or no?
12: Yes, because I like this planet Thank and you. I love my kids and hope to have grandkids. And you're
0: a socialist. And, if we and You do not make you a socialist. On, they
12: will be doomed. You call me a call me whatever you want. You're a denier. You're a denier source. I'm a denier. I know. I'm a denier. You're lying. To I know. These. They called me a, a denier
0: when I didn't believe the Ice Age was coming, too, Mark.
12: The Ice Age is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is not what's at stake here.
11: It's not what the it's about here. Well, what's interesting I'm, is the global cooling scare, they blamed tornadoes, floods, droughts extreme weather, on man-made global cooling. They thought we were putting out aerosols in the atmosphere, which was blocking the sun and going to cause a catastrophe. But it was the exact same thing. And beyond blaming it, they also had the same solution. We've had the same solution to environmental problems since the overpopulation scare in the 1960s. And those solutions are always centralized planning wealth redistribution treaty uh, international treaties that take away interna- you know your individual sovereignty as a country those have been the same solutions global warming is merely the latest scare in the face of the green new deal and the u.n treaty they're using all right i'm gonna have, the have the to let you go take their agenda
0: Mark's book, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change, uh, Betsy Rosenberg. Hey, Betsy, listen, if it's all over in 10 years, I propose something. I'll propose an invitation to you. How about we have how about we how about we have a big party in 10 years and celebrate the fact that you're going to be wrong, just as every other prediction was wrong in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, uh, in the early 2000s. In 10 years, we will have a big party and say, oh. Thank God, we didn't, the earth didn't, didn't melt away.
12: And someday, if you want to have me on again, I'll tell you what this, what climate change has done for my life. No kidding. I
0: know. You it's enjoy your socialist utopia. I like
12: you enjoy you guys, about our children and our I people know, I and don't, our planet.
0: And you think we want children to die and we want dirty air and water, don't you?
12: Yes, and I will debate yep. you. Let's have a debate. a oh, televised deb- debate, and I'll tell you why. Of course, you want to televise. Why, why would I? Why would I give you access to the
0: number one show on cable? You guys are a big part of the problem. I'm a big. All you right. Really so are. you want to put? Oh, would don't, you like to put? Oh, would you like you to put us in, in jail, kids, Sean? would you like to put us in jail I would like to get you off the air I didn't ha- you want me off the air? you want to silence me absolutely. don't you absolutely anyone and who I should never science be a- has no right to be on national no right. television during this time of crisis okay? and you want and you and you would allow the government to take me off the air you would empower your government to silence the government. me? it's the people Sean and oh, no, no 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 the people are voting listen I have the number All one show on cable and one of the, the top truth. talk radio shows in the country you're saying you would well, maybe you would support should be over now Sean would you well it's not I'm actually having the best ratings I've ever had in my career well we'll see what we can do about that you know so everybody that disagrees with you wants dirty air water and doesn't care about kids and you want to silence then you want to silence them it's irresponsible for you to, be you, want to sorry, you, with, you want to silence anybody you disagree with you want to silence me don't your kids do you love your paycheck more than your children and future grandchildren they're excuse all, me i don't buy into threatened. i i don't buy your hysterical predictions that you're pheno- your hyperbole. I don't buy it. It's one big lie. Um, I know a lot of you, we, we all watch with horror, the devastation that we have seen uh, in the Bahamas. I mean, Hurricane Dorian, it is, uh, it's, it's devastating. You know, I, I give this speech all the time. You know, when a hurricane's coming, you know, your house isn't worth it. Your stuff isn't worth it. We're all renters anyway. In other words, yeah, we say we own a house, we say we own a car, we say we own a watch, we say we own clothes, but well, the reality is when you die, you don't own anything. So we all really rent. But when somebody's house that they're living in gets destroyed, it upends their entire life. It is a trauma. It is a it is it is their life's work in many cases. It's all that they've done their entire lives, decades of their lives. And the American people have proven once again to be the single most generous people on the face of the earth. And I want to give a tip of the hat to Operation 300. They're helping people in the wake of Hurricane Dorian. And uh, if you want to help, we put up on Hannity.com. Not only can you vote for your favorite, well, of the top seven Biden gaffes, but you can also see some of the pictures of what Operation 300 is doing. Um, It's pretty amazing. And uh, by the way, Billy Vaughn and his daughter, Tara Vaughn, join us uh, on the program. And guys, we always love talking to you. We miss you. How are you guys doing? And by the way, Operation 300 began in honor of Billy and Karen Vaughn's son, Special Ops Chief Aaron uh, Vaughn, who was killed in the line of duty in 2011 in Afghanistan. He left behind two young children. And um, they're amazing people. I've been able and fortunate to participate in some of their events. And uh, I just love what they do. Thank you so much, guys, for being back with us.
11: Thank hey, you,
5: Sean. It's good to hear from you. you. And And uh, yes, sir, you have. Uh, y'all have been such great support for Operation 300, even for Karen and I. You know, in the early days after the shoot down, you, Sean, you you were the first one to put your name on the line and let Karen and I uh, come on your radio show and your TV show and both talk about what happened with extortion 17. And uh, so you've been there with us from the start and we, we never can. Thank you and and uh Linda and Lauren and all y'all and Ethan enough for what y'all what y'all done for us and Operation Three Hundred. Thanks for having us on today.
0: And on the website the yeah. pictures of what they're doing for the people that have been, you know, their whole lives have been uprooting in all of this. Uh Tara, you uh, they're on Hannity dot com. Uh Tara, you wanted to say?
13: Yeah, I, I was just saying thank you for having us on. Um, yeah, we, we started this kind of relief effort on Wednesday around noon and just put some stuff out on social media and, you know, thought we might be able to, you know, maybe fill a, a tractor trailer with some water. And, and it's just turned into something that um, we could have never imagined. Um, pretty much three, four counties all around us have for some reason designated as the hub. So we're just working, you know, from basically daylight to dark every day, collecting, packing, sorting, um, it, you know, because like you said, they lost, the, the, these people have lost everything. And honestly, right now it's, it's a very fluid situation. I know dad would agree. This is not like anything I've ever been part of. Um, so we've got several different things going on and, you know, I would love to tell you about them, but, um, but yeah.
0: You know it's just and the pictures speak a million words. I mean, you guys do this pretty much all year round. This is your life you're calling your passion Billy uh go ahead
5: yeah uh Sean, so I'll tell you we're trying to concentrate on the Abaco islands and and we've actually now we uh, in fact we have a a plane here uh, leaving here in just a little bit with uh medical supplies and uh we're trying to concentrate on on those islands those outlying islands where help is not getting to and uh we uh Actually, uh, John Layton and I were, are out today trying to, uh, acquire some help from some barges and tugs to get stuff into those islands. Uh, the, you know, we're, we. As Tara said, we we are totally out of our realm with this, and we cannot imagine the outpouring that has happened here uh, for Operation 300, supporting Operation 300. The way Americans have come out, you can actually go on Amazon and have things shipped right here to uh, with them. Fill our address is on there. Uh, that's happening, and you know, as you said, Sean earlier, that's what Americans do. Americans help. Americans are. It's just amazing the way people talk about Americans, but when the help comes, it's going to be from the United States of America, and we're seeing that right here in our little town of Stuart, Florida, and now like at least four counties around us here are taking part in this effort with us here. Uh, We're able to say that uh, uh, them. Phil here has given us a hanger here. We're able to send things right out of the airport here, and it's You know, as Tara said, it's not like anything I've ever seen. I've listen, ever you know, before before and people don't need life. to give
0: a, a lot of money. I, listen, if you can give 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, I mean, that's cr- Every bit helps. Every single bit helps. Uh, and we have a yeah, link up, I, up on our website. Yeah, Tara, go ahead.
13: Yeah, I just, you know, I think, too, there's a lot of confusion, um, honestly, in the media, as usual. <laughs> about um, what's really going on down there, and and we've, you know, gotten, gotten, been able to get a lot of firsthand information, so I just want to let everybody know that as we speak, like Dad said, we are loading medical supplies, surgeons and doctors and nurses, um, and they are headed to to Treasure Cay, which is one of those kind of further out West Islands to do triage right there on the airport. In addition to that, Cleveland Clinic um, has reached out to us and And asked if we could, you know, transport some of those people to Nassau and then supplies from Nassau that they have, medical supplies, back out to Treasure K. Um, You know, like Dad said, uh, money. And like you said, money, even the smallest amount, as you can imagine, these kinds of things cost a lot of money. It is very expensive. It's very difficult to get even from one island to the next. Um, so money helps a ton. And and also we're trying to take care of the animals, too. You know, we've got a, we've also got an Amazon wish list um, for the animals of the Abaco. So um, it's, it's, it's really a big undertaking.
0: All right. Thank you both. We really appreciate it. What you do every day, Billy Vaughn, uh, his daughter, Tara Operation 300. We have a link pictures on Hannity.com If you want to help those impacted by Hurricane Dorian and those still in the way of this. Uh, again, we're, we're not giving up our thoughts and prayers are with you. We're paying attention. The people in the Bahamas were paying attention, and uh, we appreciate all you do every day. Uh, Amy is in Colorado. Amy, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Hi. Hey, Sean.
10: Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, I just had a quick comment about the climate uh, the uh, climate uh, thing that the Democrats had a couple days ago. And how they're indoctrinating our young kids. I have a seventh grader. Um, and she is she's already started learning about climate change a couple of years ago. I've had to go through textbooks with her, you know, with her about how, you know, energy is bad, um, about how polar bears are dying, the earth is gonna burn up. Um, but she's not learning about American exceptionalism, like the people you just had on, how we help each other. Um, she's not learning about that. I'm, I'm the one that has to teach her about George Washington, the Battle of Bunker Hill, the Battle of Lexington. You know what those people gave up for our freedom, because she's not learning that in school. So, um, you know, God forbid any Democrats to get in office. I can only imagine where our schools are going to go to. Now, listen, I'm,
0: I'm, we're indoctrinating our kids. That's why now they want them pre-K. Now we want to give them pre-K all the way through college or trade school, whatever they want, and it's all going to be free. Well, we already spend more per capita per per student than any other country in the industrialized world. We spend more, but we're like 37th on the list. When I found out Baltimore had 13 high schools, not a single kid in those high schools, not one, was proficient in math and reading, I'm like, we're doomed because it's not money we have allowed this unholy alliance And this, by the way, I'm not dissing good teachers here. They're worth their weight in gold. But we've allowed this unholy alliance with teachers, unions and Democrats to go on to the point where indoctrination is far more important than the basics, reading, writing and math. Unbelievable. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Uh, We got a great Hannity tonight. There has been massive news this week on the deep state as we await the inspector general's report on FISA abuse. Uh, We are following. There's still people in in harm's way as it relates to the hurricane. We'll get to that. Lawrence Jones, much more. 9 Eastern, DVR. Hannity, Fox News. We'll see you then back here Monday. Have a great weekend. And as always, thank you for giving us this microphone every day. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter. The burner, less lethal, pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. The world is
6: becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver. And they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. Right now, Goldco is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com.